Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 102. Welcome to EntrepreneurOnFire.com, where remarkable entrepreneurs share their inspiring story. Let their journey illuminate your path to success. And now, your host, John Dumas. Fire Nation, you asked for it and I created it. My first free ebook, 10 Incredible Insights from 10 Incredible Entrepreneurs, is published. All four pages of it. Simply go to eofire.com and subscribe to my newsletter. You will get immediate access to the top business insights from the likes of Barbara Corcoran, Tim Ferriss, Gary Vaynerchuk, and seven other incredible guests. Prepare to ignite. Okay, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Trevor Page. Trevor, are you prepared to ignite? Yeah, buddy. All right. Trevor was on a great path in life, did well in school, got a degree, landed a comfortable, high-paying nine-to-five job. He followed the formula, he followed the herd. But then something unexpected happened in June of 2012. Trevor discovered the podcast. Listening on his long commute to work, he learned that there's a whole world of people out there who have built their own successful companies on the internet and had done it single-handedly. Trevor learned about the solopreneur, so he quit his job in October of 2012 and began his journey. I've given Fire Nation a little overview, Trevor, but why don't you take a minute, tell us about you personally, we want to get to know you, and then take another minute and tell us where you are in the world right now. Thanks very much, John. Uh, so about me personally, um, I'd have to say that I, I love to code. Coding is my thing. Uh, I've done it since I was a, a young boy, probably starting when I was around 10. Uh, my, my dad actually got me into it um, on a camping trip, believe it or not. My, uh, my family was on their way to go camping, and uh, it was a really long car ride. And here's me, 10 years old, bored out of my mind in a car. So what better thing for a 10-year-old boy to do when he's bored than to annoy his two older sisters? <laughs> so <laughs> um, while, uh, while annoying him, or while annoying them, I should say, my dad uh, thought of a plan to sort of redirect the boredom, and uh, he uh, decided to talk to me about what he did for a living at the time, which was programming. So he told me all the things that I could do uh, with programming, and, uh, and I really, I latched onto it. And uh, I, all the thoughts of, you know, creating a program out of nothing um, based on whatever I could think of was just mind-blowing to me. So uh, he really, he succeeded in distracting me, but I don't think he realized how far I would go with this whole programming thing. Because uh, fast forward to just last year, and I've been working at as, as a senior software engineer for about five years. So, um, you know, I, I loved my job. It was, you know, great job, great people. But uh, the idea of working my butt off to make someone else rich just didn't sit well with me. So, um, you know, that, that kind of takes me on to, you know, my business, which is a, a blog that I had started back in uh, July of 2012. Um, this is about, what, six months ago now, and I started the How to Program with Java.com blog. And it's just a place where anyone can go and, uh, and learn about uh, what it takes to become a programmer, uh, flip through some uh, free tutorials that I have and whatnot. And, uh, and since, uh, since posting that, I also uh, published an ebook called the How to Program with Java ebook. And it actually, this month, just hit the number one bestseller list in its category on Amazon. So wow, that was great. that's phenomenal. I couldn't believe it. I, I saw it on, on, on the uh, Amazon page, and I immediately put it on Facebook and everything. 
And it was just such a great, like, you know, pat on the back type of thing. It was, it was really cool. Um, I also uh, had a podcast that I launched. Um, and I have about 12 episodes in right now on iTunes with more coming every week. And that's just growing like crazy. And uh, I also launched a membership site at uh, javavideotutorials.net. And uh, that's just the same kind of idea as, you know, Java tutorials, but I actually uh, deliver them uh, in the video format. And I also supply tests and assignments and stuff to keep the, uh, the students sharp. Well, Trevor, I got to be honest with you. When I hear that somebody likes coding, I get insanely jealous because for me, there are about 1.5 million things I would rather do than code, <laughs> which is really too bad because if you can love programming and be passionate about it, man, the sky is the limit. And especially in this day and age and where we're going, there's incredibly exciting things for coders. So we're going to link up everything you've been mentioning in the show notes, the ebook, your course, your podcast, your website. So everybody that's listening, have no fear. If you're as excited about coding as Trevor is, you're going to get your full <laughs> dose of it. But before we delve more into that, Trevor, we always start Entrepreneur on Fire off with a success quote. It's our way of getting that motivational ball rolling. So take it away. All right. Well, uh, I thought about this one a lot, and uh, and I'm a nerd at heart. Uh, maybe that's why I love programming so much. <laughs> so so my success quote is: Do or do not. There is no try. And and that John is Master Yoda. So uh, to me, that uh, that quote represents uh, commitment. And it was actually a quote that was written on the wall of the owner of the company I used to work for. And uh, I suppose I kind of absorbed that quote. Um, into myself, because uh, I would walk walk by it every day, and I'd see it, and I'd think about it, and and you know, it's it's all about if you think something is an idea worth following, then follow it. Um, you know, and positive people will tell you that you're crazy along the way, but I'm convinced that that's just normal. Some people just aren't cut out for this kind of thing. Um, so yeah, to me, it, it's about following your dream and committing yourself completely to it, and uh, and, and that's what it's all about. So in the intro, Trevor, we already talked about one example where you just went ahead and did, and you didn't just try, you just did it. Give us another example in your life, in your journey, where you actually applied this mantra, Yoda's mantra, to your life. <laughs> well, I mean, for me, it was a whole bunch of things. It was like, uh, I think a good example is my podcast. Um, it was something that Great example. I was, yeah, I was, I was nervous about it, right? I was nervous about getting my word, my, my voice out, um, and, uh, and, and I just, I said to myself, you know what, this is something I think is going to go well. And I think it's something that really could help people. Um, so, uh, I, I went ahead, I bought the equipment and, uh, and I hooked it up and I recorded the show, put it on iTunes and I, I never looked back. What is the name of the podcast, Trevor? How to program with Java. Boom. Like I said, we will link that up in the show notes. Trevor, as an entrepreneur, we fail every single day on some level. And it's a great thing. We need to embrace that because failing really propels us to the next level, gives us lessons to learn. It just inspires us to be better as entrepreneurs, as businessmen, as people. Take us to a time when you just failed, when you were in despair, or when you just came up against an obstacle that you really had to dig deep to overcome. And then share with us how you actually overcame that failure, that obstacle, that challenge. Okay, well, it's a great question. Um, I think my, my biggest failure was back in, I'm going to say 2007. I, I had this idea to build a product um, in the environmental services industry. 
Um, and it was a product to help transition uh, ecologists away from pen and paper. Because uh, what they were doing in the field, they were using pen and paper to do all their field work and take notes and whatnot. And I said, hey, it's you know, the 21st century. We do things on computers now. So I, I went ahead and, and built this um, really beautiful product that would literally put more money in the hands of the businesses that used it um, because of all the time-saving features it had built in. But um, you know, I spent, I think it was like two years of coding and thinking and designing that product and, and when we launched it, it, uh, it made absolutely no money whatsoever. No one showed up to buy it. Um, you know, if we did get any, any interest, they'd say, oh, that sounds great, and then nothing would happen. Um, so I'd have to say that was my biggest sort of flop. Um, so how I overcame that was I, I, I sort of planned from the beginning to have this, um, this mechanism built in that I would at least get something out of it if I did fail. And that was, you know, coming from a po uh, programming background, um, I, I challenged myself to learn a new programming framework that I used to build uh, this product. So um, I, I did learn something out of it. I learned the programming uh, framework that I, I had uh, I'd used inside of this this product, and uh, and I learned a whole lot about business when I did it too. Um, so I, I I ended up using that programming framework in my professional career, um, as well as in the products that I I built today. So I mean it's you know as although it, I didn't make any sales, I definitely got something out of it. So that was good. So just pull out really quickly one major lesson that you learned from that whole experience. It would be that if you build it, they won't come. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you Dang that work. Kevin Costner. Exactly. You need to work your, your buns off to, uh, to, to get people interested in your stuff. We use the word hiney on this show. Hiney, yes. Work, work your hiney <laughs> off. So, um, you know, there's a whole lot of, of marketing things that I was just oblivious to that now, you know, now that I've, I've lived through that and realized that you can't just build it and expect people to come, uh, I've taken the time to, uh, to learn some, some marketing strategies and whatnot. So that's definitely the lesson I learned. A coder that can market. That's dangerous. <laughs> it is dangerous. Trevor, we're going to use that to transition to the next topic, which is the other end of the spectrum. And that's the aha moment. That's that beautiful moment when you just have this light bulb come on, the clouds part, the sun just shines through, the angels start singing, and you say, wow, this is going to resonate so well with my target audience, with my listeners, with my engaged avatar. Take us back to a time in your journey when you had this moment and then share with us how you turned that moment into success. Well, I think, I think I've had a, a few aha moments. Um, the first uh, came when I was actually sitting in a pub with a, a close friend of mine. We were having some, some drinks and uh, unwinding on a Friday night. And uh, we were both talking about our lives and, and where our lives were going. And um, my friend was a bit lost in, as to what he wanted to do. So uh, he said to me, hey, Trevor, teach me some programming stuff. And, uh, and I figured, well, what better thing to do in a pub on a Friday night than to talk about programming? So um, I spent the better part of, I think, two hours just educating him on the basics. And, uh, and what was surprising to me was that he actually understood what I was teaching him. And we were both a little bit inebriated. So <laughs> that, was, that was pretty cool. That was when I realized that uh, I had a bit of a gift for teaching and also a passion for talking about programming. Um, but I wasn't sure what to do with that information um, because I wasn't sure if that was just a fluke uh, that my friend had picked it up so quickly. So really, I did nothing um, until I discovered podcasts six months ago. Um, and then I started learning about things like internet business from the likes of people like Pat Flynn and yourself, John, and, uh, and, and really you know, listening to those driving to and from work every day. 
Um, and that really led me to my next aha moment um, is when I really discovered and understood my unique selling proposition. Um, you know, it happened after launching my blog, the How to Program a Java blog, and uh, I'd published a series of posts around the just the fundamentals of programming, and people went crazy for these things. Yes. Um, this, they were saying things like, Trevor, this is the stuff I've been looking for. And, and Trevor, these are amazing tutorials. You're such a great teacher. And, you know, Trevor, I usually can't get past step one with programming, but with you, I'm already on, you know, step 50 and I can't see myself stopping. <laughs> and, you know, it's just incredible. And, and people saying like, you know, Trevor, you speak to me like you're right next to me. So um, that was my aha moment. I, I found something that I was actually good at. And uh, what was surprising was how long it took me to realize um, that and put it into action. Um, my, uh, my mom had always told me I was a great teacher, but I never listened to her because moms have to say that kind of stuff, right? So, uh, <laughs> they're forced to. Exactly. So, so when I realized I was a good teacher, Hey, I figured, Hey, let's, let's, uh, let's make something happen with this. Here's a quick tidbit just before you continue on. Yeah, is yeah, that for sure. Make sure you get those passionate testimonials, really reach out to them and ask them for a video testimonial, because I'm telling you, there's nothing more powerful than a video testimonial of somebody really raving, and you can just see the beaming face about your product, and you'll find that to be extremely valuable, Trevor. So while the iron's hot, strike, those testimonials are gold. There you go, Mr. John Dumas, the marketer, right? <laughs> Every day. Yeah, so uh, so one last thing I want to say before we continue is is I know, John, that you love actionable advice. Love it. So, uh, so I want to give some actionable advice to your listeners. I, I want them to, to ask someone who really knows them well what they think that they're good at. So I want your listeners to ask their parents or their spouse or their siblings or something what, uh, what they think that they're really good at and write it all down and look at that list, dissect it and understand those things and what they really mean in terms of business. Because if there's anything on that list that they're passionate about, then they've got a real formula for success, I think. For me, it was teaching, but for them, you know, who knows what it could be. The sky's the limit. That is some great actionable advice, Trevor. And I'm just going to add on to that. I think it is extremely valuable to reach out to those family, to those friends, and really kind of take a little mini poll and ask that specific question. But I'm going to take it one step further. All of us have co-workers or people that we know that we want to consider quote-unquote friends, so to speak, but they're definitely acquaintances. Reach out to a couple of those people as well, people that wouldn't necessarily care that much if they hurt your feelings because nice. that kind of honest feedback from people that don't just unconditionally love you is extremely valuable as well. And believe me, getting feedback from people that know you extremely well, friends and family, is extremely valuable, but go to both ends of the spectrum. Nice. Good tip. Before we launch into the next question, Trevor, I do just want to say, this is my first interview that I've had, and I've now gone live with over 100, and I've actually interviewed over 150 people who I have in the backlog. You are the first interviewee that can actually trace one of the reasons why they made their entrepreneurial launch to Entrepreneur on Fire. So this is a very touching moment for me. It's, it's a milestone <laughs> of sorts. It's that I've made it moment in a way for me that I always talk about on my show saying, have you had an I've made it moment? And for me, one of those I've made it moments is really inspiring people like yourself, Trevor, that maybe before they heard about Entrepreneur on Fire or before they heard all of these great stories from the entrepreneurs that I've brought on, and also Pat Flynn and other podcasters in general, that someone's taken action and turned that action into success. So thank you for reaching out to me. I'm really glad. This is a really great interview from my perspective as well. And on that note, have you had an I've made it moment? 
Well, first of all, that's, I mean, I'm glad that I could uh, have that effect on yourself, John. I'm really proud. Um, so, so for me, have I had an I've made it moment? Uh, maybe, almost. I wouldn't say it's an I've made it moment, but I've had these sort of, I don't know, serendipitous moments, these pleasant surprises that have come about. Um, one of which came in the form of a whole lot of traffic to my blog. Um, my blog was live for actually just over a month, and, and I was getting about 130 people a day uh, coming through, which sounds good. Um, but actually probably half of it was paid traffic. Um, but I specifically remember it was August 8th, 5 p.m. I loaded up Google Analytics and saw that there were 250 people on my blog at that exact moment. Wow. And and to put that into perspective, my previous record was 11. So... <laughs> Uh, I was I was I was elated. I couldn't I couldn't believe this was happening. And that's and the hockey out, stick. It, it couldn't exactly exactly that. And it, it came from Lifehacker. I don't know if you've heard of that website, but yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, uh, someone on Lifehacker had picked up my website after being live for a month and actually made a, a blog post about it. And uh, and I just I jumped out of my chair and did a happy dance. It was incredible. Um, so that was my first sort of you know I wasn't exactly an I've made it moment, but that was the uh, the the start of I've got something here. Um, now the second, uh, surprise actually came very recently. Um, my second sort of potentially I've made it moment. And, uh, as I mentioned, I, I'd quit my job back in October of last year. Um, and so this is what I'm doing right now is paying the bills. There's, there's a lot riding on it. And, um, I was a little bit down in the dumps one day because I wasn't really sure if, if it was all working out. I wasn't sure if I was going to make it in, in this business and make it work before I ran out of money that I had in my bank account. Um, so instead of really worrying about it, um, I, I, I hadn't yet measured everything out or, or at least planned it out or anything. So I decided, you know what, let's sit down, let's look at the numbers and, and stop focusing on the short term. So I took a step back, I looked at the big picture and looked at the trends of where my, my business was going. And and when I did the calculations, John, I did another happy dance. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, because it it turned out that uh, every part of my business was growing at an excellent pace, and, uh, and and it looked like if it kept up, if it kept up the average growth that I'd been seeing, in two months, I would I would hit my goal where all my revenue would match my monthly expenses, and um, and so for me that was an incredible moment because. I mean, I want all your listeners to think about this. Really think about this. I came from knowing really nothing about blogging. I knew nothing about WordPress or marketing or internet business strategies in June of last year. So six months ago. So I went from knowing nothing six months ago to today, realizing that potentially in two months, I would have accomplished my task of replacing my revenue, uh, my past you know, nine to five revenue with this sort of passive income stream. So it was just a fantastic moment. Man, that is powerful for so many reasons. And Trevor, I thought in the pre-interview we talked about your third I've made a moment, which was being on Entrepreneur on Fire. <laughs> for sure. For <laughs> sure, man. This is, uh, this is my, my first uh, interview I've ever done, and uh, I'm, I'm just so happy to be here. Oh, uh, well, I, I was joking, but thank you for those kind words. <laughs> so, Trevor, let's move on to your current business, what you have going on right now. Pull one thing out that's just really exciting you about what Trevor Page has going on. Okay. Um, it, it's tough to narrow it down to one, but I think right now uh, it's javavideotutorials.net, and I'll, I'll tell you why. Um, I remember wanting to make an iPhone application and um, you know way back when and I, in order to do that I needed to learn a whole new programming language uh, something called Objective-C 
Um, and I'd never worked with that language before, but I found a series of video tutorials that were structured like a lecture, like a classroom. And, uh, and with those, I was able to learn the language, build the product, and have it published in the iTunes App Store in three months. And um, wow. so, so to me, that was, it was incredible. And, and the only reason why that was possible was because of the, the, the videos, okay? So, and I love that concept. It's, it's such an engaging and, uh, and great uh, platform to, to learn from. So I took that concept and I supercharged it. So I'm, I'm recording some great you know, Java video tutorials, um, but I'm also infusing the site with tests that the students actually need to pass before they can continue um, to you know, learn new things or more videos. Uh, it forces them to be sure they understand the fundamental concepts that they've learned before they can move on. Um, I've also infused the site with assignments um, so that they can work on these assignments and really hammer home the lessons that they learn in lecture and, uh, and these assignments have sort of a built-in grading system so the students can actually click a button and the, the, the assignment will sort of scan through the code that they've created and give them sort of a yes or no answer if they've finished the assignment. So it's, it's really cool. It's really neat stuff I'm putting in there. That's great. Have you heard of Lead Player? Yes. If you want to have on your WordPress website or somewhere else, just a little intro video, not the actual whole video, but just maybe mm -hmm. an intro or something along those lines, it gives you the opportunity to embed an opt-in form within that email. And really, people need to just continue to realize that growing your list of actual people that want to hear from you and being able to get their email address and reach out to them in a one-on-one -on -one or really more in a broadcast manner when you have things to say is extremely important. And on that note, Trevor, have you started building your email list? Oh, yes. From, from day one, I, I was an avid Pat Flynn fan listening yeah. to him. I still am. And uh, so I, I got that in in day one. Um, I think right now I'm sitting at just over, I think it's 500 people I've had in about six months. That's phenomenal. Um, I, is that, I don't even know if that's phenomenal or not, but, uh, but I'm happy with it. So that's good. <laughs> For a niche like yours, that's really a focused niche. That mm -hmm. is a good number to have. I mean, if you're getting around three to five a day in your niche, that's really yep. drilled down. That's a very good number. So there you go, uh, listeners. You can you can use that as a as a benchmark for uh, for your success if you like. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So Trevor, talk to us about your vision for the future. Oh, geez. Um, my vision. Um, it's tough to think about the future right now. Uh, I think I, I love to teach people, and, and I love I would love to help inspire people to really take action. Um, you know, I love talking about things like my business and and what it is that I do. So I think maybe. Uh, a next step could be to take some time to explore some speaking opportunities, to uh, to spread the word about what it takes to to be an entrepreneur, um, but maybe from a programming perspective. So, um, you know, if I can help teach people how they could go about creating their own, you know, membership website or something like that and build a business out of it, um, I, I think that'd be just so cool for me. That's great stuff. And you're really going in the right direction by launching a podcast because that's just one way to really get comfortable with your voice, to reach an audience, and to show listeners that you really do have the ability to get up in front of a mic and speak. And for instance, for myself, in January, I was actually asked to speak at New Media Expo by Blog mm -hmm. World in Las Vegas on podcasting, the topic in general. And obviously that would not have happened had I not launched Entrepreneur on Fire with a podcast and had the success that I've had and the downloads that I've had and the audience that I've grown. It all really came from podcasting. They felt comfortable by saying, okay, this is a guy that's never really given a speech before on any real topic prior to this, but 
you know what? He speaks every single day on the airwaves. He broadcasts. We're pretty confident he can come here and, and knock it out of the park. So they gave me that vote of confidence. And for you, Trevor, you're going to see the same thing. When you get up there, it's going to be like you're talking to the mic and you get used to it. You get used to hearing your own voice and projecting your authentic self. So I definitely think you're on the right path. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty jealous that, that uh, you were at New Media Expo. I wish I was there. But uh, for sure, next year, I'll put that on my, uh, on my to-do list. Put it on the to-do list. We had yeah, a great man. Fire Nation meetup, and nice. you definitely would have been involved with that. It was a great time. So next yeah. January, Las Vegas, baby. Yeah, it's a date. Trevor, we've now reached my favorite part of the show, the lightning round. And this is where I get to ask you a series of questions. And you can back at us, Fire Nation, with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Does that sound like a plan? For sure, dude. <laughs> All right. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I think most people would say fear, and definitely fear plays a big role in holding people back. But I think for me, uh, what held me back was actually other people's fear of what I was doing. Mm. Um, it, it was, you know, I'd, I'd hear my coworkers say things like, Trevor, why would you quit your job? Don't be crazy. And, and my parents would say, well, you know, maybe Trevor, you shouldn't quit your job. Maybe you should just keep doing what you're doing. And, uh, and, and I'm sure their intentions were good, but it's like, I think the people, they, there's this paradigm shift that's just too much for the vast uh, majority of people to handle. They're so reliant on this formula of go to school, get a degree, get a job, work for 50 years and retire. Um, so when you say you want to deviate from that course, uh, they, it seems like they, they immediately default to fear and negativity and, and they'll project that back onto you. Um, so it's tough for me because here's people that I love and here's people who are older and wiser than me and they're telling me that what I'm thinking of doing is not a good idea. Um, but what I'm thinking is, I, I really think I can do this. And, and, and if I want to do this, then, then I, I don't think I can keep working two full-time jobs. Right. Because it was just weighing so heavily on me. Um, so I guess that ties in with the, the do or do not. There is no try quote. So I, I, I did it and I, I committed and put all, put, you know, gave it my all. And, and with about, you know, six or eight months worth of savings in the bank, I took the leap. And, and John, I'm, I'm really glad that I did. <laughs> so <laughs> congratulations, Trevor. And just to make a notation on that, the unknown scares people. And so when people were hearing about what you were thinking and where your mindset was, that was unknown to them. And that just naturally scares them. So they naturally go into this defensive shell. So one thing that I'm really excited about, because I truly believe this, is that I really think that you and I are of the last generation that are really going to have these constraints on us. Because I just don't see the younger generation or our kids' generation really having any kind of constraints or fear because of these specific reasons, because they're not going to fit into the mold of that 50 years of corporate America, get a wash and retire. I really feel like that's going away with our generation. You and I are able to break through and break out of it, and many others are every single day, which is very exciting. We are really the torchbearers in this area. One crazy note to say is that you are having all this when a lot of people in America say, well, what about healthcare? Now, in Canada, you guys have that universal healthcare, so that probably wasn't even a major issue. Uh, it, it wasn't really, no. I think the only thing that was uh, weighing on my mind was uh, it doesn't cover uh, a dentist work. So <laughs> um, I made sure that I you know, floss every day and brush your teeth twice a day and, uh, and stick up with that sort of oral hygiene and, and uh, then I'll, I'll be just fine. So <laughs> Well, I wish that was the least of the worries for <laughs> entrepreneurs in America and that's one thing we definitely need to uh, fix and take note of. But on to other things. What yes. is the best business advice that you've ever received? I spent so long thinking about this one and, and I, couldn't, I couldn't narrow it down to one thing. 
Um, but I think what I can say is if I were to give out advice to people who are interested in perhaps going down the same path that I did, um, I would recommend they listen to Pat Flynn and his Smart Passive Income podcast. Um, I would also advise they listen to Entrepreneur on Fire, but clearly they already are, so they're smart people. <laughs> um, so I, I, think, uh, I think that's what, that's what really launched me down my path and gave me the confidence to, to commit to what it was that I was doing. So by all means, if you're not listening to, uh, to Pat Flynn and the Smart Passive Income podcast, go subscribe right now when this, when this episode is done. Couldn't agree with you more, Trevor. And Pat Flynn, he comes across as such a nice and genuine guy. And I can tell you, having hung out with him six months ago at New Media Expo in New York City, and then a few weeks ago at New Media Expo in Las Vegas, this time with me as a speaker, so we hung out at a lot of the same lounges and events, he truly is that person. He's a very genuine, honest, caring individual. He threw a buffet dinner for 100 people, nice. which he basically paid the entire way for. We all went go-karting. It was us and 12 other speakers, and Pat awesome. Flynn was one of them, and we were whipping around the track together. He was having as much fun as anybody else. It was just a great time. He's a great person. And I actually just got an email from him today. You, Trevor, specifically will be happy to hear this. Pat Flynn told me that I personally inspired him to start producing a weekly podcast. So I know. That's awesome. I just finished listening to his, his episode before this started, and I heard him say that, and I was cheering in my seat. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody out there, hurrah. Pat Flynn, Smart Passive Income, will become a <laughs> weekly podcast. Awesome. Awesome. So if you could only choose two websites, Trevor, to obtain all the information needed to succeed, what would they be? And why? Smartpassiveincome.com for the reasons I just mentioned. Absolutely. Um, and probably, I, I I'm going to go off the wall and say quantcast.com. Interesting. Um, yeah, it's a website that helped me determine what my exact demographic was. Um, and, and for me and, and my marketing and stuff like that, when I was writing my book, I wanted to make sure that I wrote my book it, with the person who would be reading it in mind. And I didn't know who would be reading it, so I had to use that website to, to put a face uh, to the reader and really structure the book around that person so it would really you know, drive home all of the stuff I was trying to teach them. So definitely, I, I'd say check that one out. Do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with Fire Nation? I'd say the Google line of products. I, I really can't see myself functioning without the Google products, the, the analytics to keep track of visitors. Um, it's what I used to, to realize that the, uh, my business trends were going so well that I might be able to, you know, quote unquote, retire in two months. Um, <laughs> you know, Google AdWords uh, to help, um, you know, both advertise your site and also do, you know, keyword research um, if you want to go the route of, of trying to market yourself through a blog or something. Um, you know, Google Docs to help share things like, you know, business plans and spreadsheets and stuff like that. I'm ashamed to say as a technical person and a programmer, I never started using Google Docs until a few months ago. And, uh, and now I use them all the time with my dad, believe it or not. Um, he's, he's the proud CFO of my company. I'm sure he's smiling right now listening to this podcast. And, <laughs> uh, and I use it all the time to, to share, um, you know, important figures and numbers with him. So it really helps us to, uh, to run the business. So Google Line, yeah. That is great stuff. And I use the Google apps and Google products to run Entrepreneur on Fire as well. It's probably the most recommended resource on this show. There's just not enough you can say good about them. Oh, yeah. So Trevor, if you could recommend one book for Fire Nation, what would it be? 
you know what? I think I would recommend Crush It by, by good old Gary V. Um, Gary Vaynerchuk wrote Crush It, and I think it was the only real business book I read twice. Um, I, I love uh, his energy, and it really it comes across in, in the writing um, when he, he, he published his book. And, um, and there's tons of you know, actionable advice in the book. Um, there's tons of stuff about you know, social media and marketing that I, I had no idea about. So for me as a programmer, that was just very, very valuable stuff. So yeah, I, I would have to recommend Crush It. Yeah, we had him on December 15th, and he brought that same energy to my show. So that was just great to say. So Trevor, this is the last question. It's my favorite, but it's kind of tricky. So take your time, digest it, and then come back at us with an answer. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? That's a really good question, John. Thank you. Um, you know what? I, I'd have to say day one, I'd buy a domain name. Um, day one, I'd buy... Uh, something to help me record videos with. So, I mean, if you're a, a PC guy, I use Camtasia Studio. Um, I'm not sure what it is for the Mac. Uh, ScreenFlow. There you go, ScreenFlow. Um, I, I purchased that, and I get a good quality microphone for, for recording the videos. So I think that should probably handle, uh, cover the 500 bucks. And then um, I, I'd start uh, creating an information product. Um, I would... Um, you know, use this information product and I would use video as the medium because like I said, I really believe in videos and I really believe in, in, in using them as a tutorial platform. And, uh, and honestly, for the next probably six days, I would be recording videos, but I would also be getting the word out about what I was doing simultaneously. Um, that is the key thing that I just, I didn't execute before and now I'm definitely executing on that. Um, uh, I know other business talk, uh, businesses love talking about products that are about to launch. Um, so if you can sort of get into bed with a huge name and have them, um, sort of promote your product and you can give them the exclusive, exclusive coverage deal or something like that, um, where they'll be the only ones with the, you know, info about your product. Um, that's probably, uh, what I would do anyway. Great advice. And you've given us some great actionable advice this entire interview, and we are all better for it. Give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, then share with us how we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Final piece of advice. I'd, I'd say don't, don't listen to the naysayers. Ignore them. Um, move on with what makes you happy. If, if someone is constantly telling you reasons why you shouldn't do something, then, then they're just not cut out for the business that you want to be in. Um, so get out there, do what makes you happy. And, and if what makes you happy is creating, you know, content centered around your unique selling proposition, then man, get ready to, to succeed. Um, so uh, how you can contact me, I, I guess you, my, my central hub of activities is focused around my blog at how to program java.com. So just, uh, I guess shoot over there and you can, you know, learn about, uh, programming and all things Trevor page. Um, and really, in in today's internet business, you know, world, it's it's really the it's a new way to make it. And I think if if you're if you're limited with the funds that you have um, to to start a business, then picking up a skill like programming, I think, gives you a huge unfair advantage over uh, other business owners. Yeah. Um. So and plus, I, I I love being so connected with my website personally. I I create, um, I, I create it and I do everything I can to it. And I'm a bit of a perfectionist that way. So, um, I like to understand everything that's going on with my uh, with my programming and, and the behind the scenes stuff. 
so yeah, by all means, head over to uh, howtoprogramajava.com and, and, and you know, contact me that way for sure. Well, we'll be linking all this up in the show notes, Trevor. Thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise, and your experience. Fire Nation salute you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Take care, John. Okay, Fire Nation. Are you inspired enough to start your entrepreneurial journey? I've created a free step-by-step video that will walk you through the process of buying your domain, installing WordPress, and creating your first post all in under seven minutes. Visit entrepreneuronfire.com slash blue to find out more and take your entrepreneurial leap today. Thank you for joining us at entrepreneuronfire.com, your daily dose of inspiration. Prepare to ignite.